I don't think people realize, especially basketball players, how much you're losing in your sweat of sodium. Sodium is a key to proper hydration. Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Basketball Strong Podcast. I'm Tim DeFrancesco, former LA Lakers strength and conditioning coach and doctor of physical therapy, and I'm here with my co-host, Emmy-nominated writer and author, Phil White. This podcast is not just for basketball junkies. It's for anyone who loves to hear the human stories behind great people while learning the science behind preparing your body for the court and high performance. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Chili Sleep. We've all been told that seven to nine hours of sleep and deep sleep every night is what you need, but we also know that's easier said than done. Chili Sleep has created the Uller and the Cube Sleep systems, which are literally a pad that lays across your mattress. You lay on top of it, but you get to pump in temperature-controlled water to keep you cooler and meet your body temp needs throughout the night. I've got one of these systems on my bed and it's made a huge difference for me. I tend to sleep on the hot side, but now thanks to Chili Sleep, I fall asleep faster, I stay asleep longer, and I wake up feeling refreshed because I'm not tossing and turning because I'm too hot throughout the night. Head over to chilisleep.com forward slash BBS pod. That's C-H-I-L-I-S-L-E-E-P.com forward slash BBS pod to learn more and save up to 30% off the purchase of your Chili Sleep system. This offer is available exclusively for listeners of the Basketball Strong Podcast and only for a limited time. That's Chili, C-H-I-L-I, sleep.com forward slash BBS pod to take advantage of our exclusive discount and wake up refreshed every day. Happy Wednesday, everyone. We're going to shake things up a bit this episode. Phil and I are doing a bit of travel right now. I'm actually going to be in Norway working a basketball camp with two close friends of mine from my Bakersfield Jam NBA D-League time, and we'll be bringing strength and conditioning and skill development to tons of hungry young hoopers from Norway. Those Norwegian hoopers are, are going to aren't going to know what hit them by the time we're, we're done over there. So super excited about that and wanted to make sure that we bring you some great value this Wednesday, but in a different package. So take a little bit of a sidestep from our long form guest episodes. Trust me, plenty more of those to come. There's so many in the hopper of, of those of, of just great guest content and already recorded and, and many more to come. But a little bit of a sidestep here, I want to send a my message to Hoopers for off-season nutrition and what I think the keys are uh, to, to get the most out of off-season nutrition, and, and we'll get into that in a minute. But I just want to thank everyone listening and everyone that's building within this Basketball Strong community and supporting us, helping us spread the word. It's, it just means so, so much to Phil and I to be able to do something that we love and enjoy and then have it be received so broadly, so, so strong. And, and it just is, is something that gives us both goosebumps as we think about when we started this and where it's, what it's come to and, and where it's headed. So we're, we're going to keep, we're going to keep doubling down on, on our energy and, and how much fun and, and enjoyment we get out of it and, and hope to bring everybody listening so much more of that. If you haven't already hopped on and left a review, that's super helpful for us to go on to Apple Podcasts and, and leave a review there. But 
probably even more so helpful and, and valuable for us to get the word out is just telling a friend, telling a family member and and sending the link to an episode that you think is going to resonate with them. So maybe it's the Jelani Williams episode where he talks about the trials and tribulations of going through three ACL ruptures and repairs, or maybe it's the eight lessons that I learned from Kobe episode. Whatever it is, if if you are really thinking of somebody as you're listening, send the link to that episode, share the share the news about the Basketball Strong podcast with a friend or a family member that or a basketball player, a coach, a a teammate, an opponent, send it over, just spread the word. That's so helpful for us and we're going to keep uh we're we're going to keep our end of the bargain up, keep bringing value, and that's what I wanted to do with this episode today is is be able to get you something in a bite size package even despite Phil and I being out there doing a lot of travel right now and and getting a longer episode up right now not being something that we're we're going to be able to do, but we'll uh we'll get you some great stuff here. So, let's get into that a little bit. Here's my here's my big message to basketball players for off-season nutrition. You you have to take it seriously. The getting reps in and doing tons of court time and playing in all these leagues and and doing going to the weight room and doing all that stuff can only be supported by one foundational thing and that's your nutrition. So if you're not nailing it down and paying attention to that, why why do all that work if you're not going to be building it on a foundation? And I think a lot of young basketball players in particular just miss out on and wonder why where are the why do I feel run down after the off season? And and part of that is because you're leaving this hollow foundation, lack of nutrition, awareness, and it doesn't have to be super complicated either. So I have three big points I want to talk about. Number one, you have to eat enough and and more than enough. You have to eat enough total calories. Basketball players burn so much. We'll we'll talk through the numbers on that and and what to zero in in on to get total calorie amounts that are appropriate to support all the work that you're doing on the court, in the weight room, and everything else. Number two, protein. Are you getting enough protein to support muscle recovery, muscle synthesis, muscle growth and development? So many basketball players are on the taller, longer, leaner side and have off-season goals of gaining lean mass. And if you aren't going to add the right amount of protein – you can forget about it. It's just not going to happen. So we'll go into what what that looks like briefly. And then number three, this is going to catch you off guard a bit, but salt your food. So we're going to get into how much sodium you lose in an hour of vigorous basketball. And then are you getting enough sodium salt to replace that to create proper levels of hydration, which allows you to recover better, be less sore, to gain that muscle that you're looking to gain or to re re to redistribute body composition however you're looking to do that and to get the most out of the total calories so it all goes back to kind of are you properly hydrated to have all these systems in your body working the best way and not get fatigued or or kind of bonk and and fall late in games and in summer leagues and then get to preseason and feel like I'm, I'm just a shell of myself because I worked so hard and I didn't support myself with total calories, protein or sodium salt in my, in my diet. So let's, uh, let's go back to number one, total calories. 
a couple of things to frame this out. So a young, uh, uh, let's say a 15 to 18 year old male athlete, basketball athlete is going to burn anywhere from 3,500 to upwards of 5,500 calories per day. And so female, it could be anywhere from 25 to 3,500 upwards into to 4,000 calories per day. So let's just go through a couple of quick, high calorie, healthy foods that you could be putting into your plate already that, that's already there, but just adding into it. Things like avocados, full fat yogurt, full fat milk. A basketball player that is out there playing a couple hours a day, playing in two summer leagues, playing on an AAU team, getting skill development work in the morning with a, a skills trainer, going to the weight room in the afternoon, that is so much basketball and, and you're burning so many calories to do that. You're, you're a, a, many basketball players, as we said, are, are bigger, taller, longer athletes. Your body needs more calories to keep up with all that. So looking at those full fat dairies like yogurts and milks, great ways to add some protein and some bone building nutrients. We'll get into in a future episode, some of the keys to bone building for basketball players. But if you're not doing dairy for any reason that is moral, ethical, totally get that. Otherwise, I do recommend that you really think about full fat dairy products as a basketball player unless you have a diagnosed medical condition or aversion to dairy or you have a moral ethical uh, decision not to consume that category of food there's not really any reason not to other than those those two very valid reasons so um, nut butters mixed nuts any sorts and and mixing up the 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 types of nuts that you're consuming are such a good uh, calorie dense but nutrient dense mineral dense food and and something you can carry with you easily and have bags of trail mix or just different mixed nuts nut butters come in in easy to consume packets those are great ones now a couple things that you're going to love to hear from that list look peanut butter and jellies and chocolate milks all day every day basketball players i give a total green light on that and yeah, you can use a better kind of peanut butter that isn't filled with just pure sugar and bad oils. You should definitely use a, a, a jam or a jelly that isn't just kind of pure sugar type of stuff. There's there's plenty of great products on the market to make a healthier version on that. But having those, they're easy on the go. They, they pack well. And then chocolate milks, if you have access to keeping it in the fridge, 100% get on that and get your total calories up. If if you're burning 4,000, 5,000 calories in a day because you're just doing a morning session, an after a midday session, you've got games, two games every night all summer long, you're doing skill work, you're doing something in the weight room hopefully that's so many calories that you're going to have to keep up with. And if you're not even getting the amount in that you're, you're losing, that you're burning, then your body's always going to be in kind of this catch-up mode. And it's going to be hard to operate energy-wise, hard to recover, hard to build, get, build strength, gain, gain muscle if that's a goal of yours. So definitely thinking about those foods for 
high calorie dense healthy foods to add to get those total calories up. Let's talk about number two, protein. One, in terms of numbers, what you want to think about is 0.75 to 1.25 grams of protein per pound of body weight that you weigh to support the, the muscle synthesis and, and to be able to have you not losing muscle day by day as the offseason goes on. What that means is you got to go up for seconds uh, and get another chicken breast, get another hamburger, whatever that is from an animal protein standpoint. Again, if you have moral ethical decisions not to eat animal proteins, totally get it. You've got to find other ways. You've got to be extra on top of ways to get um, plant-based proteins and, and, and all the branch chain amino acids that have to be hit the right way through that is very hard to do. So you've got to be extra on that. That's not the topic of this show and this episode today, but we, we will likely get into something along those lines down the road of the um, challenges and pitfalls of a, a vegetarian diet or a, uh, somebody that isn't consuming any animal protein. So you're probably going to have to add in some healthy, low sugar, very, very high quality whey protein smoothies. Great way to add some berries in there for antioxidants and just zip that through the blender. Add some some protein from a company like like BioSteel, who does a great job of of producing and providing high quality whey proteins and and different uh, nutrition supplements for athletes that are on the go and needing to replenish all the time. Look, if you're going to Chipotle, you better be asking for double on the proteins with that. Whether it's the 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 chicken, the steak, double chicken, one chicken, one steak, double it up. Okay, that's really really key for the the proteins. And if you think about and do that math of what I talked about earlier, 0.75 to 1.25 grams of protein per pound of body weight. Well, you start doing that math. 200 are you hitting you should be tracking in a three-day period at least once in in this summer period what are my protein intakes and and how you bet you probably will be very surprised as to how far below those numbers you're actually hitting if you weigh 205 pounds and you're not getting anywhere close to a hundred even 125 grams of, of protein in a day, that's just not going to be enough to, uh, to support everything that you need from strength building, muscle gain, and, and recovery that you need by adequate protein. So third thing, this is the one that is going to get people, everybody thinks and wants to demonize salt and say sodium is, is, is bad for our heart and, and cardiovascular health and all that stuff. And yeah, of course, if you're consuming bags of potato chips and high sodium foods that are prepackaged and all that other kind of stuff, and that's your main source of food three to five meals a day, then I'm not an advocate of that by any means. But let's break some numbers down to really Really kind of step back and see, I, I don't think people realize, especially basketball players, how much you're losing in your sweat of sodium. Sodium is a key to proper hydration. So if you chug 
a water jug every morning, a jug of water every morning, well, your body's just going to flush that out. So you're really just setting yourself up for dehydration issues in some ways. If you're not adding in some sodium and then you're going to go lose a bunch of sodium, your body, again, is in this catch-up mode constantly. So number one, don't chug your water at one point in one day. Try to sip your water and let's start to think about are you salting your food or food are you adding an electrolyte or and and or a, even a, a teaspoon of table salt into your water jug to sip throughout the day um, and and so the numbers we want to think about is look 2.2 pounds of, of sweat is the average amount of sweat lost in an hour of moderately vigorous ex- exercise most basketball players are going hard way more than just one hour per day. So you could be losing two and a half, five pounds of sweat in a day. And what that translates to is between 900 and 1800 milligrams of sodium lost in, so 900 milligrams of sodium is lost in in 2.2 pounds of sweat. So in just one hour, you're losing 900 milligrams of sodium. This is one of the, 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 this is again, Sodium being is key to having your cells and your body be able to absorb the hydration you're putting in and, and key to cellular operation uh, of, of at, at, at all levels of your body. And so now you say, okay, well, what's, what does that look like in terms of 900 milligrams is lost in an hour roughly? I work out three to four hours a day sometimes. If you're a hooper and you have three to four games in a, in a weekend or even in a night in a summer league or something like that, you're losing in three hours. Let's say you, you work out hard for three hours throughout the day. Not all at once maybe, but maybe all at once. You're losing right there 2,700 milligrams of sodium in that period of time. And to give you even more frame reference here, one teaspoon of table salt is going to get you 2,300 milligrams of, of sodium to, to replace. So if moral of the story if you're walking around with a water jug, good for you for having the awareness of hydration. Now, get an electrolyte, uh, low-sugar electrolyte drink. Again, like BioSteel, that is is a great product and, and hits all your key electrolytes. And then put in a little teaspoon of or half a teaspoon of table salt. You get other minerals within that as well that are really healthy for, from the electrolyte standpoint, your body's cellular operations, and and then also recovery and staying hydrated. It, It translates out into energy levels. It translates into recovery capabilities, all that stuff into your ability to, to stay strong based off the weight room stuff that you're doing to gain strength and, and gain muscle. All that stuff is based off of your hydration levels. So you've got to be able to understand how much you're losing in just one hour. Let's go over that one more time. 2.2 pounds of sweat lost is the average sweat loss in an hour of vigorous exercise. And then you're losing 900 milligrams of sodium in that one hour. So sip it. Make sure that you're sprinkling a little salt on on your food there and help yourself. Help yourself go into your season really replenished and ready. That's the goal of the offseason, not to not to just drain yourself or to deplete yourself during your offseason. And the the best way to 
create a foundation of being replenished and ready and and a better version of yourself from last season is going to be to hit those three foundational off-season nutrition keys. And I think you'll really notice that this is helping you to be ready, not only in the off season, if you're feeling like Saturday, Sunday, you're just a shell of yourself, you could barely walk. And then Monday, you have to kind of peel yourself out of bed to do it again. You're willing to do the work, but it's, it's, it's killing you to do it. That can change too, within the micro aspect of the off season. Then you talk about the macro results of it is getting to your preseason, walking it back into school, having your coach say, man, you look like a different person not only on the court but just walking around and and you look fresh you look ready that's what you want so take advantage of these i can't wait to uh recap and 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 give some uh rundowns on some things that we'll get into in a future episode on bone builders because that's such a key Injury area, bone, lower body bone injuries for basketball players. We'll talk about nutrition keys to build and and support uh, healthy bones. But I hope this helped. Let me know. Shoot me an email, tim at basketballstrongpodcast.com if you loved this category or this style of episode, this topic, and we'll do more of them. Phil and I will be out there traveling for a bit. We'll be back in action with guest episodes soon. Thanks so much. Stay basketball strong. Thank you for joining us today. If you enjoyed today's show, and we hope you did, please give us a good review on Apple Podcasts or whichever platform you listen to podcasts on. And so you never miss a weekly episode, be sure to subscribe and follow. You can find previous episodes on our show website. That's www.basketballstrongpodcast.com. For more basketball performance resources and nagging injury solutions, follow me on Instagram, at TD Athletes Edge and follow Phil at Phil White Books. Until next week's episode, stay basketball strong.